Welcome to You Hate Movies, the podcast in which casual moviegoers, film lovers, and cinephiles argue about movies. Join us as we explore the most exciting and or dumb movie news from May 2016. Who will direct Godzilla 2? What is the new Transformers movie called? Does the studio executive know his butt from a door? The answers, as well as our expert opinions, await you, followed by a special Marvel Cinematic Universe round of Save or Kill. Along the way, you'll get spoilers for Fantastic Four, the 2015 version, Creed, Thor, Thor 2, Man of Steel, Avengers Age of Ultron, Captain America Civil War, Transformers Age of Extinction, Guardians of the Galaxy, Deadpool, Iron Man 3, the 1994 adaptation of The Jungle Book, Hail Caesar, Beetlejuice, Edward Scissorhands, Blues Brothers, Matrix Reloaded, Captain America The Winter Soldier, Ant-Man, and one major spoiler for Star Wars The Force Awakens. Guys, it's been a few months since uh, we sat down around a table and we just let everyone know what was going on in the world of movies, or one might say, give our listening audience some movie news. Or some moos. Moos? <laughs> movie news. Stop. <laughs> I thought about that. Yeah, that's it. That's Shut it off. <laughs> that's a, that's Shut it off. We're going home. Hey, this wasn't as bad as your thing the other day. That's never going to catch on. Moose is never going to well, catch you on. You can't just accuse yeah. me of having said something. That is a great line. Another Patrick. day. Trust me, he said this worst joke far <laughs> worse the other day. What in the world? <laughs> Unsubstantiated. What is this? <laughs> Substantiated. Moose. So, man, from February till now, the, toward the end of May, there's been quite... A bit of stuff going on. We won't bore you with all of it, but for the last few weeks here, we've got quite the batch of movie news to comment on. I and mean, our opinions on the news is, I think, pretty important. Yeah, pretty moves. substantive. The moves. So Tyler Hands is here. Yeah. Apparently, he said something the other day that uh, wasn't funny. And I won't only, catch on. I only have brilliant things to say. Solid gold. Maybe he's talking about the way that you always open your intro with "Yo Yo, what's good?" or whatever you kept trying to. <laughs> no, I'm just trying to be relevant to our young <laughs> listeners. Yeah, Patrick is here. I'm here. He's the one who came up with moves. Yep, and for it on the website. Guess who's finally back on the show by popular demand? Is Peter Nikiforov. That's right. Here I am. <laughs> finally, here we go. The masses have been clamoring for the return of Peter. Not only is he back, but now we get to hear what Peter thinks about the world of movie news. I'm Josh. I'm here as well. Guys, there's a, a just a metric butt-ton of stuff here. You, you want to hear about what's going on in the world of movie news? How do, what's the quantity of a butt-ton? <laughs> quantity uh, you know, of a butt-ton? Like how many? Yeah, how, how, how much uh, is in a butt-ton? There is one. There is a butt-load. Well, a ton is a ton, right? Right. I mean, that's, that's right. a measure of... So it's 2,000 butts? Yeah. Just okay, 2,000 okay. butts. There's <laughs> <laughs> nothing wrong with that. All right. Well, all right. Back to the moose. <laughs> I didn't know a butt ton was quantifiable, but back to the moose. <laughs> Ryan Coogler, did you guys know, uh, is directing Marvel's Black Panther movie. Ryan Coogler directed a movie called Fruitvale Station and then had some... Michael B. Jordan. With Michael On B. Jordan. Train. And then he took Near Michael B. Jordan into the world of the Rocky franchise to make the movie Creed which some of us liked very much. Now this man is directing a full-on Marvel movie, Black Panther, who we saw introduced in Civil War, is getting his wait, own wait. flick. Did he, did he get Michael B. Jordan? Michael B. Jordan is going to play a oh, role. There wow. we go. Look at that. Another 
Human Torch. <laughs> another, yeah. uh, it's no, another Hollywood romance between filmmaker and film actor. <laughs> there we go. Certainly, you could say he's 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 a filmmaker in a sense, right? Yeah, he helps true. make a movie. Yeah. Speaking of, <laughs> I saw I saw his Fantastic Four the other day. You know how it came out, and everybody just universally hated it so much that even the director distanced himself from it. Yeah, like and the so, night before it came out. Yeah. <laughs> Very publicly on Twitter, he just said, sorry, guys, I, I really had nothing to do with this. <laughs> <laughs> and, so, and so we were left sitting there going, well, I guess we won't go see it then. That trailer, yeah. though, that first trailer, that was great. It was like it was kind of scary and it had just like screaming or something <laughs> and just shots. <laughs> Remember? It's like, oh, yeah, man. And it screaming. just like showed somebody cl- like it looked re- really <laughs> dramatic and dark. And I was it stoked. Did. The and trailer then I guess did they look, just dropped off that. It did look dark. Anyway, I'll, I saw I'll it. I'll admit that first trailer made me go. Yeah, all right, right. That's what I said. Sure. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Uh, but then we didn't because the world hated it and the director hated it. And so I finally had the chance to watch it for free. And it's not great. What was it? Horrific? It wasn't that bad. No, I mean, like, was it, it horrifying? <laughs> like, how, how <laughs> was there? You mean, like, was it dark and were the people screaming? Yeah. yeah. Uh, we know at least that much. Uh, yeah. The trailer spoiled no. the screaming. <laughs> I can't actually recall any specific screaming. But do you think it's just because at this point you were expecting, like, you know, Sharknado level bad yeah, or something. I had my my expectations were so so low. Yeah, usually we don't let the critics, you know, edge us on which we should see or not. And this one, they totally did. Yeah, it's like I just don't even want to yeah, waste my time. We're not going to go. Well, when the thing's sitting at single digits on Rotten Tomatoes, <laughs> yeah. you got to be like, well, it's one thing when people are divided, but does anyone it's, like this yeah. stupid I movie? I don't usually uh, allow myself to be influenced by critics. But when the director <laughs> distances himself, it's bad. Yeah. And the movie, it, it was laughable at a, at a few points, but there were other moments where I thought, yeah, okay. Well, you're going to get to see Michael B. Jordan in what is, I, I'm going to go out on a limb and say definitely going to be a better <laughs> superhero movie in Black Panther. <laughs> Black Panther was great in Civil War. And uh, it'll be interesting to see him expand his own universe. The interesting thing is that uh, Ryan Coogler picked up on something interesting about Marvel movies because he was describing that uh, what he's trying to do with Black Panther is something that's deeply personal for him. So the challenge is when you're trying to put yourself in a movie that belongs to this huge universe, like how much of yourself can you possibly put into something that's so like restrained to a existing mythology? And he had this uh, to say. He said... I think it's going to be very unique and still fit into the overall narrative that they've established. I grew up as a comic book fan, and the same things used to happen in the comic books. You'd have Wolverine's books, and they'd be so much darker and more brutal than the X-Men books, but they still fit in when you open the pages of the X-Men book. It's new to movies, but it's not new to storytelling. Yeah, Wolverine was angry. Yeah. He's a cool guy. An angry, angry guy. This sounds like a guy who's, who's wrapped his head around how to tell a story. And That's if, good. If Creed is any evidence, I'm yeah. excited for what he's going to do next. Just watch out for his yeah, Twitter post the night before. Right? <laughs> yeah, <I did>. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Creed did capture the essence of Rocky r- really well, so maybe he'll be able to do the same. While thing. moving in a new direction, so yeah, so he should probably be able to do the same thing with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Mm-hmm. And Black Panther, he's kind of got this, his own thing going. There are some connections to the, the universe, but 
he could pretty he can get pretty wild with it if you know what I mean. Pretty wild, man. He's generally a like good a guy, wild yeah. Wild animal, Black Panther. Yeah. Well, uh, speaking of movies that uh, elicit uh, some some strong reactions, it was also announced just recently that um, what has been threatened to happen a Tetris movie is definitely happening and it's uh, it can't be fit into one film the Tetris uh, movie uh, is now I got it. a trilogy the Tetris trilogy is in the works right Yikes. now we, how in the world are they so confident <laughs> that a, a single Tetris movie uh, is enough that they can get away with three of them why do they think people will see know. this? Hold did on a second. I, I do we know at all how it's happening? Like, are they? Is it people going to be like shaped like Tetris pieces, <laughs> <laughs> or is it like a game that uh, apparently that the plot it has to do? It's a science fiction thriller, and it has to do with giant Tetris blocks attacking the world. So, dropping on is the it world? is it that they're <laughs> the Tetris blocks are falling out of the sky and they're aligning themselves with like some cityscape? And as they get in wedged down into the crevices perfectly, like buildings disappear. Like the bottom just... <laughs> I'm yeah. afraid we've reached the cool. ceiling of my knowledge of the Tetris trilogy. Mm. I well, don't know how we can watch that for three movies. I, I want to know this. How do so many like promising movie premises or even franchise continuations stall out in development hell? But before they've even got like pen to paper, Tetris is a trilogy. <laughs> what in the That's world really is point. going on in these that offices? That story must be awesome. <laughs> this is finally the video game movie that we've been all been waiting on. It's just got to be the loosest connection to Tetris. This man, whoever pitched this movie to the studio and got them to green light a trilogy. <laughs> man, this guy, he needs to become a, a door-to-door salesman of Do some kind. Do you think kind. that after one and no one sees it, they'll just shut it down? Or that they're going to follow through with their commitment? Maybe they'll film them all at once <laughs> and then release them slowly over time. <laughs> like, like The Hobbit or something? Yeah, that's the level of epic that the Tetris movie <laughs> Speaking of uh, epic movie franchises, you guys remember how Thor had a couple movies and then he went away for a while? <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah. Like he does as a character in the movies. Yeah. Doesn't he little. just disappear for a while? Yeah. yeah, he swings his hammer and shoots into he the sky. He does a rocketeer up into the sky and leaves a little signature on the ground. And then uh, he's gone. Well, apparently, you know, people were into Thor. It was a hard sell when the first movie came out. I remember thinking this is going to be this is gonna be the one that catches, uh, you know, and doesn't catch on is what I mean to say, if any of them, because even the trailers were like, okay, so it's like a god that's up in this celestial realm, yeah, and it looked weird. And that was after Iron Man and Hulk, <laughs> and uh, so then, uh, but people were into it. Thor two came along, and people were a little more tepid. I don't remember people hating its guts, but they were kind of like, and it was enough for Marvel to go like, well, let's put the brakes on the the third Thor movie right. and concentrate on things that are more of a guarantee. When I watch Thor, I just get frustrated with their. Um permissive attitude toward Loki. It's like, this guy is causing so much freaking trouble. Would you please lock him up for real? Stop just putting him in his room. <laughs> As if all, that's all they say is slap him on the wrist and yeah. you stop it, Loki. Go to your room, Loki. Stop it, Loki. Isn't he like a god or something? He is a god. A god you of can't mischief. just lock him in a room. Yeah, Peter makes an excellent point. They've they've tried to lock him in a room. He keeps uh, getting up. Yes. But they didn't, they didn't seem to... <laughs> 
to really think it through. Each well, time. the first time he just fell into space and somehow ended up like at a tea party with Thanos or something right. like he that. He fell into Thanos's tea party. <laughs> yeah. Well. But the third movie is finally coming along, Thor Ragnarok. And uh, surprise, surprise, or spoiler alert, if you care about casting details, Natalie Portman isn't going to be Ooh. in Thor Ragnarok. Wow. That's... I'm so surprised, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> Look how surprised. Well, they can't see your face. He looks yeah. shocked. He yeah. looks shocked and appalled. She didn't want to be in Thor 2, um, but was contracted to do it. And she was parading around saying, I'm not going to do it. They're not going to make me do it. Guess what? They made her do the thing. Yep. She had to be in the movie, but yeah. she's out of this one. I feel like she's in a different realm of like acting. Like she's actually good at it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but then like she, she appears just in just terrible movies like Your Highness. What yeah, you yeah, that's what good actors do. They don't care. They're just like, you know what? I'm going to do this because it's going to like, you know, be a challenge or whatever. And I'm going to be this other character. It's not like a Why know, can't she just Adam be Sandler type Thor's deal. girlfriend then. Because that's a. She Lame character. Once. We can all be Thor's girlfriend, right? <laughs> I sure as you wish. You Thor, wish. Thor can make you his girlfriend. <laughs> There's a guy at my gym that looks exactly like Thor. Dude is huge, blonde hair. You guys should check long, him out. Long blonde. Long blonde hair, and he's massive, super muscular. What time is he there? He's, I don't know, like when I'm, I guess he's there every time I come. Did you hear so. that when he, was, he was about to do when I'm there. So yeah. Just go with, go with Peter. Yeah, I think he's probably obsessed with the gym because he happens to be there every time I'm there but okay we'll go with, with you next time yeah well uh, Natalie Portman's not going to be in Thor Ragnarok and uh, Kevin Feige the producer on all the Marvel Studios films spoke up and said hey guys everyone calm down one of the main reasons is because 90% of the movie takes place and I quote in the cosmos that's cool. So Natalie Portman's got no mask or something that can get her right, around right. up there. <laughs> she can't wear that terrible mask that they put on Amy Adams and Superman. Oh, come on. That thing wasn't bad. I liked that. So they're just going to do the thing like they did in Avengers where they just talk about her? Well, yeah, she's not here, but she's still yeah. around. They, <laughs> yeah, like in <laughs> like they did with, uh, Age of Ultron <laughs> where they were arguing about who was better, Natalie Portman or um, Pepper Potts. Oh, Pepper Potts, apparently. Well, oh, the irony because both actresses are too good. Yeah. To be in the movie <laughs> itself. Gwyneth Paltrow's out selling her face cream. Thinking, Speaking of things that are so reputable, you can't even barely stand it. Transformers 5 is on the way. Oh, oh my gosh. Wait, wait, no wait, way. wait. Are we just going to brush past Ragnarok and um, the Hulk? Oh, you want to comment on the fact that the Hulk's in, in Ragnarok? Yeah, let me comment. Okay, go ahead. Did you guys hear that the Hulk? <laughs> How is he going to get there? Is he going to jump? He's celestial. Yeah, he'd probably just jump. <laughs> can he just <laughs> can he breathe out in space? What's the ah, he's just so knows? angry he doesn't he need hold his breath, I guess. He hold his breath and jump to the next I isn't I mean do you, a do habitable you, planet? How close is that? That's <laughs> super far away. Do you think that Ragnarok may may be taking place alongside the Civil War thing because they were both absent? That would be a convenient uh And what in the world does the Hulk have to do with the cosmos? You know wh- why? I think the why is obviously that p- people like the Hulk, but mm. he doesn't do as well in his own movie. So right. they thought, well, Iron Man, we, we basically made Civil War an Iron Man and Captain America movie, and that's right. great. And everybody else. So they so think <laughs> that <laughs> Thor 3 might be losing steam, and if they throw in the Hulk, people go see Yeah, it. it's a big... Yeah. It is. It, uh, when I found that out, I was like, hey, great. Yeah. I'm uh, more excited than I was. That's what I, that's what I was trying to get at. I'm glad you, you know, he's always trying to get away, and he's like hiding in the forest. Maybe this is his, like, they're going to be like, oh, I'm going to go to space with you so I can, like, get away even further. Mm. Maybe he wasn't a ship at the end of Ultron flying away. He wasn't a ship? Yeah, remember? 
Yeah, but that's how there was no implication that he was leaving the planet. Well, no, I just he was getting away from everyone and everything. Giant Hulk in that tiny little ship. And it's interesting because they don't seem like the likeliest of pairings. You know, usually Banner and Stark are buddies in the movies because they're they have something in common. But Thor and the Hulk will be an interesting. And they had that great fight in the first Avengers flick. How exciting! Can we please get back to the big news? Which is calling all Autobots. <laughs> mm. Did uh, anyone see the fourth one? Tyler has seen yeah. the whole franchise, man. He rung well, it how out. was it? The I one heard, with Mark uh, Wahlberg? Shoot, I have seen them all. How did that happen? He is a huge fan. I just saw clips of just like what seemed like ad, like ads. That he just like <laughs> says something and then he just drinks like Bud Light and apparently that's just straight out of the movie. Wait, <laughs> who's drinking Bud Light? One of the robots? No, Mark Wahlberg. He's is he like, in the next he one? Saves somebody and then he just oh I don't know pulls like you, grabs some about, beer and starts you're drinking. About number four. Yeah, or yeah, or not. Beer. Whichever one with Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, he was in the last one. Was Maybe it wasn't Age of Extinction. Age of Extinction. I don't man. know. Guys, I think if I, I can't. That was terrible, Mark Wahlberg. Let me, let me try that again. <laughs> Say hello to your mother for me. <laughs> <laughs> I got to think about Andy Samberg on SNL. Say hello to your mother for me. Hey, guys. <laughs> that I was think I found a transformer. <laughs> <gun. laughs> no, that was oh, way yeah. off. Sorry, that's everybody. A, that's no I'm good. Sorry. Edit that out. Well, the movie has a name. You guys want to hear it? Yeah. It's called Transformers The Last Night with a K. Mmm. And the branding has a sword, like an Excalibur, through the word Transformers. Do you think that it really is the last one? How many last rides of the Fast and Furious franchise been on? Well, it's absolutely not the last one, right? Oh Didn't they gosh. already confirm that they have a couple more after this one? I'm so Which tired Fast of the Furious or the last one? No, I'm just saying. Both, actually. Yeah. I'm just <laughs> saying there's so many franchises that, have, that say, oh, it's just one last ride. But then they, they get in their cars again, you know? Next you just year. keep talking well, about of course. Fast and the Furious. As long which as it other, makes money, other? they're not going to hang it up yeah. as they have access Where's to the, the integrity. Has, <laughs> has the Transformers <laughs> been making money? Oh, my oh gosh. Yeah. Even oh. the new ones? People it's are just, going to They're those? just Scrooge McDuckin in that. <laughs> McDuckin. Tyler made Scrooge McDuck a verb. Wow. Scrooge McDuckin it. I don't yeah. know we're anyone personally who, who goes to those movies or the newer ones. Tyler has a theory about Middle America. If you're in Middle America listening to the podcast, don't be offended, but Tyler. It's not It's not. Is it a f- maybe it's offensive? <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean it to be offensive, but there seems to be a pattern of that that popular culture begins at the coasts and moves inland. So you've got things being generated in bigger cities like L.A., New York, dare I say Portland. Okay. Yeah. And um, the trends that are created there slowly make their way into other cities and eventually, you know, Kansas City. Because that's middle America, right? Yes. It's in the middle. But and so Transformers was a big deal years ago. And it started losing steam. But I think Michael Bay very cleverly realized that there's still a giant portion of the country that are really into Transformers. And so he catered Age of Extinction to that demographic by setting the story in like all American town, Texas. Does it do well in the U.S.? Yeah. Or oh, yeah. gosh. So Big much money. money. Huh. Big money. But it does does so well uh, internationally because it also plays into um, foreign cultures as well. Foreign Tyler, since you're such a fan, how does it do critically? <laughs> this is so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I can't. Who takes it serious critically? It's just a popcorn movie. But, it, you know, popcorn movies can be good. They, they can, can be great, actually. Yeah. 
They can. <laughs> but not this one, apparently. <laughs> no. Well, only time will tell. Wait, everyone, wait here for Tyler's opinion on Transformers 5 because I guarantee you he'll oh. be the only one to see it. It'll have I to come on TBS for him to watch yeah. it. <laughs> it's always goes back yeah, to TBS. I haven't, uh, I haven't seen a Transformers movie in theaters since the first one. So I'll probably see this one, you know, in theaters on, to make up uh, for on the HBO ones you missed. Go in two years or something. Okay. Well, Maybe in two years. Put it on the calendar. Um, if there are, you know, if you want to get away from movies that not, none of us are excited about and into one that maybe a couple of us are excited about, Shane Black has been talking a, a good bit about the Predator reboot that he's been yeah, working yeah. on. And recently he announced that his only condition for directing the Predator was that it had to be uh, rated R. Uh, the studio of 20th Century Fox wanted, you know, to go... PG-13, and he was just like, oh, well, the first original Predator movie isn't PG-13, and I don't think you can really do the story without, you know, I mean, the Predator is, a, is an alien who collects skulls of his victims. Um, and he credited the decision by the studio to greenlight a R-rated Predator to Deadpool. He said, now that Deadpool um, has made all the money in the world, studios are clamoring to push at R ratings at directors. Do it R-rated. Do it R-rated. Whereas before... It used to be like a death sentence financially to your movie. So it kind of says two things. One, it's interesting that the reaction is so different in this season because of one movie. You know, yeah. Deadpool, as much as they're going to deny it, has got to be the reason that Wolverine 3 is going to be rated R. They would have never made an R-rated Wolverine movie if Deadpool... They, they're swearing that's not the I case. Did, I didn't know that they were making. That's going to be awesome. Yep. I mean, he already kills a bunch of people, but somehow, I don't know why that's... It's like very clearly his claws are like <laughs> going through people like... They're dead, you know? Yeah, a lot of it happens off screen. It kind of just looks like he's pushing them. You don't see <laughs> any blood, all that kind of stuff. A lot of grunts. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure that they go back and forth with the MPAA over that stuff. Yeah. But now that the Deadpool has like changed the tone, at least for right now, with what's going on behind the scenes and green lighting movies with ratings, you know, pre-existent or the intent to have a movie that's rated R, um, it also says a lot about how dumb studios are. Because the the... the mentality is still that oh well the movie was successful because of the rating that had to be the only reason that right. people are lining up to go see this movie so they're thinking well here's how we'll make more movies or make more money just make movies that are rated R this is the dumbest logic that you can possibly imagine and yet that seems to be exactly what's going on behind the scenes at 20th Century Fox Predator needs a penis joke <laughs> <laughs> yeah Predator's gonna be swearing and saying all kinds of crass things and farting on people and stuff <laughs> Pulling skulls out of people. Pulling skulls out of people's butts <laughs> instead of out of their heads. Yikes. <laughs> um, but, you know, the superhero movie that wasn't rated R and that made a lot of money? Yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, that was Ooh. a good one. Uh, number two's coming up soon, right? That's right. Uh, and Steven Spielberg was recently doing an interview where they asked him if he was into superhero movies. Steven Spielberg, the man himself, are arguably one of the greatest directors of our time, if not all time. Right. Responsible for some of the God, most made so many movies. timeless movies we in would, the world. We would love to do a best of Spielberg, but who has the time for that? Yeah, we do, man. Too many. <laughs> <laughs> how, do we, how do we rank all those films? That, that would be like a five-part episode. rank the good oh, ones. Oh, yeah. You're going to be sitting there. You got to go back and watch stuff like Munich and Amistad and all that. Ooh, mu he did Munich? Yeah, man. That was good. Spielberg. The one with the watch. Hulk? The new ones. That's right. 
Yeah, I still haven't seen Bridge of Spies. What about the one with the horse? Isn't there a horse? War, 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 war horse. horse. What's that one with Tom That's Cruise? Gotta be at the end of the world. <laughs> He's like driving war around of the a worlds. Mustang. War of the Worlds. Yeah, that one's good. I actually, good. yeah, War of yeah. the Worlds was a really entertaining movie. Yeah. So they asked Steven Spielberg, mm. the man, hey, what, what do you think about Chris, uh, superhero movies? And he says he actually likes them. He really enjoys Richard Donner's Superman movie. Oh, gosh. So timely. Yeah. But he also likes uh, the Christopher Nolan Batman movies. He said the first Iron Man was great. And he said, you know what? The film that impressed me most is one that does not take itself too seriously, Guardians of the Galaxy. You know, you, you say Guardians of the Galaxy is unique because it was so good, but it wasn't rated R. Well, I don't think that it not being rated R right, wasn't what I made it good. It. That it was great, even though it wasn't R. <laughs> Did I say the same thing again? I don't know what you're saying. Get it together, man. Let me let me just get to the point here. Yes, uh, Guardians actually uh, walked that that tightrope. <laughs> what are what? you doing? Are you over saying there, that they man? were like approaching <laughs> R, but I'm, I'm trying to come up with a metaphor here. I don't know where I got the tightrope. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, fine it's a line. good metaphor. There's a fine line. I was going for the it. fine line thing, but then I was said something about walking. <laughs> <laughs> for God's sake! I mean, what? what? <laughs> Deadpool yeah. just pulled out all the stops, and it just got crazy and vulgar and crass. But Guardians of the Galaxy almost set a precedent for that because it, in a lot of ways, had those kind of jokes, but it didn't push it to the extremes of Deadpool. It was irreverent in the same way. Yeah, but there was a lot of things in there that were very sexual, but of course they were masked in in uh Innuendo innocence and yeah it was yeah, like, it's like it a was jackson pollock painting this is that's just as disgusting yeah, it's, it's as anything disgusting. that deadpool would have said but but it, it manages to do it in a way that's more uh accepting to younger audiences. it's not as blatant you know the guardians yeah. of the galaxy is ren and stimpy and deadpool is uh you know south park Right. I don't know. I don't sure. know about that being more. I feel like because of all those jokes, it makes it less adult, and only because it's like that's the kind of crap I would laugh at when I was like eleven. You know what I'm saying? You're talking right. about Deadpool or Guardians? Yeah, of I'm Galaxy talking about Deadpool. Guardians sure. of the Galaxy was funny. I found it funny. I wasn't, and I'm not like a. I don't know. It seemed like Deadpool, you know, was saying that stuff for the sake of being able to say it and like get those. I don't sure. know. I'm just. I would just be like, okay, he's a wiener, or like. He's <laughs> Talking about jerking off, you know, it's like, it's not that, I don't know. Hey, Matt Hughes just walked in the room, everybody. We're, we're, we're talking about Deadpool. I hear that. Peter's saying things that he doesn't like Deadpool because he's dumb or what's no, going on here? That they're trying to make R-rated movies because Deadpool is so successful. The Predator yeah. is going <sighs> to probably depants somebody. Depants. Depants. Did you say Predator is going to depants someone? Just gonna make because it's rated R doesn't mean it's going to have bathroom Right. Humor. It doesn't have to be <laughs> like wiener jokes. It could be just tons of gore. But yeah. I was saying that Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, they kind of did it first, but they did it a far more acceptable way. Where they, they Deadpool decided we're not going to take ourselves seriously at all. And Guardians of the Galaxy said, no, 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 we'll take ourselves seriously, but we're going to make fun of ourselves along the way. Well, they just there's a spirit of irreverence and fun and yeah. s- sarcasm. The it's funny because Guardian of the Galaxy has such a reputation for being the funny one, but in reality, there's not really all that more comedic beats than in a movie like Avengers. Avengers or like, Ant Man or Ant Man, sure. Yeah, but, but I feel maybe like there's just less of the Guardians is more unexpected because when you've got what's his name giving that Ronan giving that final speech about he's gonna. 
just demolish everybody and then chris pratt starts dancing and singing yeah and ronan's like what are you doing <laughs> well, what is going on he doesn't have an accent ronan. yeah he, he's got a weird <laughs> he's got something going on he's got, he's got something going on in there <laughs> Said, hey, no, welcome, I'm Matt. Hey, so glad you're here. Hey, I'm distracting you, Turd Blossom. <laughs> walk in. <laughs> what the heck is a Turd Blossom? But then even when... I like, have a thought. <laughs> when, uh, when Chris Pratt sends that message about Ronan attacking, and, he's, and he says, I'm not a total dick, and John C. Riley, you know, is repeating that to Glenn Close and she says do you believe him? He's like I don't think anybody's like, <laughs> <laughs> totally it's like it's those moments that are so unexpected and great yeah, and Deadpool just funny. just went to the extremes of well, all both of them knew exactly what they were doing yeah, yeah and we've I talked about before so awesome. like that that's the tone of the Deadpool yeah. Deadpool books. is great great yeah let's not but discredit that I, I think that what I'm Never. trying to say is that I wouldn't tell people to find their inspiration from deadpool i would say instead look at guardians sure that's fair are the which, are we, think, is this because of a future movie that you're talking about so well we brought it up because of predator oh. predator was able to secure an r rating because of the success of deadpool okay the, the studio was like yeah sure make it all r-rated all day i think peter has a point though there was a joke in the honest trailer for deadpool that it's the movie that you have to be 17 to see, but you have to be 12 to find funny. <laughs> Not <laughs> us. <laughs> there, there's an element of truth in that. I mean, like when I, I watched it with uh, Abby and I was still laughing at, you know, the majority of it. And at one point she's just like, what? What? Come on. When when he walks by and farts on his roommate and says hashtag drive by. Uh, I mean, that that's dumb. But yeah. then there are ele- other elements of more we subtle and sophisticated <laughs> humor yeah. that are, you know, uh, it's just like, like a, the a tiny baby hand. That <laughs> scene is very sophisticated. <laughs> nuanced <laughs> humor. Sophisticated? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> um, back to the moves. <laughs> yeah. Spe- speaking of Shane Black, this is actually really interesting. Uh, he was wh- while he's out promoting uh, the Nice Guys, which is a movie that yeah, he's yeah, yeah I want to see that. I'm excited to see that. It looks, it looks good. great. But uh, none of us put it anywhere near our top ten. Well, no, it's no, not going to make any money. money but it looks good. It's a seventies Ryan Gosling and that Australian oh, yeah, 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 yeah. gladiator. Russell they're like yeah, yeah, yeah. He's punching people. They're they're buddy cops. Buddy cops, detectives. I think they're yeah PIs. Um, it's like a remake of Lethal Weapon. Anyway, you know how... <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's not. <laughs> Directors, they go out there to promote a movie and they get to talking about other movies that they've been involved in mm. or, or done. And Shane Black got to talking about his experience working on Iron Man 3. Um, and he said something that was really fascinating and a bit disappointing if it turns out to be true. This was a direct quote. He said... There was an early draft of Iron Man 3 where we had an inkling of a problem, which is that we had a female character who was the villain in the draft. We had finished the script and we were given a no-holds-barred memo saying, that cannot stand and we've changed our minds because after consulting, we've decided that toy won't sell as well if it's a female. Ugh, I saw that. So so he said in the earlier draft... Major spoiler for Iron Man 3 in the next uh, five seconds, if you want to skip ahead. In the earlier draft, the woman was essentially Killian, who turns out to be the uh, the real villain in Iron right. Man 3. But they didn't want a female Killian. They wanted a male Killian. Um, so... Th- and apparently because the toy wouldn't sell as well, which would make a ton of sense. You know, little boys that are going by the action figure, they don't want the girl toy. They want boy figures, I guess. Apparent or so research. Marvel marketing... Right. Says. No, no, no. <coughs> Disney marketing. Sorry, Disney. Disney marketing. Yeah, Disney that's where marketing. that's where Disney it probably came from. Knows how to make money off yeah. of that merchandise. Yeah, that's what I mean. Look at. And hey, how much money did that movie make? <laughs> a lot. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's isn't the that the, sorry, isn't that like the, the genesis of Guardians? Isn't that why they made a Guardians movie so that they could benefit from like the, theme, sales? the theme park rights and oh. merchandise sales? Oh, I don't know. I, I, it's all based on I heard a, that they were turning the Tower of Terror into a Guardians of the Galaxy well, ride. There's I'll, there's so many like uh, copyright issues all tangled up with all these popular um, superheroes. And so they dug down deep into some obscure characters so they could have huh. them for merchandising rights. Oh, I see what you mean. I mean, that makes sense. I'd like to think that it's not that financial bottom line. I'm sure that could be a contributive factor as to why it got greenlit but not that that was the sole purpose merchandise brings in so much cash well i know i mean that's the only reason that cars movies keep coming out because of the merchandise yeah please stop they're so (laughs) bad yeah well what a world out there speaking of uh (laughs) what a world (laughs) apparently these people care about money yeah (laughs) what do you know capitalism (laughs) that's real um, speaking of, you know, uh, cash grabs that don't make as much sense, or I guess this may not be a cash grab at all. I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but Andy Serkis has been working for a long time on an adaptation of uh, Jungle Book. I wouldn't say that's a cash grab. That seems more seems like, like a, a could passion be. project. Could you let me finish my sentence? Sorry, man. Oh. <laughs> He's been here for five minutes. <laughs> I got to make up for that lost seems, time. It seems like it's right up Andy Serkis's alley. Well, yeah, because he's just he's in there and like Eddie Murphy time. and the Nutty Professor right. playing it's every about time we saw a Jungle Book movie. Right? Yeah, we haven't had one of those in a long old time. Now, uh, that's what I'm confused about. Didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's, going explain on? This, let's explain this to Peter. John Favreau just released a Jungle Book movie this year. People it, loved it. Next year, right? You have another Jungle Book okay. movie. I was like, am I coming remembering from the name wrong? Andy <laughs> Is this no, some other story hats. about a little Indian yeah. boy in the jungle? That's two Jungle Book movies in two years, and the world is going to be so confused. But Andy Serkis is going to be super dark. It's called The Jungle yeah. Book. Uh, now, But listen to this. Uh, apparently, Andy Serkis isn't <laughs> concerned about um, the confusion because he says that it's going to be a much darker take for a slightly older audience. In fact... He said that ours is a, a slightly more mature version. It's PG-13. He actually said it's more kind of an apes movie, as in the Planet of oh, the Apes franchise. yes. I believe a, that. A darker take closer to the source material. Which Imagine is if he got an R rating because of the success the of Deadpool. Material? Is well, that yeah, like a Disney cartoon? No, it was a book by Rudyard Kipling. Oh, okay. You didn't have like, to read that in junior high? It's like no, all about... It was great. I loved it. We didn't read in junior high. <laughs> <laughs> There's already a live-action Jungle Book movie that came out years ago. Yeah. Like the old, old one? When that one tanked. Yeah. Something about a girl oh. who didn't know how to cry. <laughs> That's all I remember. Man, Tyler's really good. I thought you were talking about like the old one from like the 60s. No, no, no. There was a live action one from In the there. 90s. Or yeah. Oh. I don't remember that. I don't remember that either. Ugh, to was the it like, to was the it the like a look, look, wait, what was that one where the dogs can talk? Look who's talking to? Was it that kind of like their mouths <laughs> move weird? No, that was look, look who's, who's talking, talking now. now. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Is the boy named Mowgli? Mowgli. Mowgli. There was a Jungle Book in 1994. That must be it. And it oh, was the one it I'm was Disney. With. I loved that movie as a kid. Right. Dis- so cool. See, that's what confused me is I thought that Disney exclusively owned the rights. It had Sam Neill. But a, I guess not. Really? Yeah. yeah but listen to this before we uh, get, get too far, far away from it. This, is, this is Andy Serkis' directorial debut, right? And he doesn't have uh, a slouch of a cast list. 
instead of um, Bill Murray as Baloo the Bear, which was what just happened, Andy Serkis plays Baloo. Instead of uh, Idris Elba as Shere Khan, Benedict Cumberbatch is playing mm. Shere Khan. Benedict Cumberbatch loves being mocap now. He's Be- all about it. <laughs> I believe in the in the one that's playing right now, Bagheera, Bagheera is played by, um, uh, what's his name? Ben the Kingsley. Is ben that Kingsley, right? right, yeah. <coughs> um, he's going to be Christian Bale in this oh, version. Oh, I like that. And then you still got a female Ka instead of Scarlett Johansson. It's Kate Blanchett. So these guys must have had no idea John Favreau was doing it at the same time. No, I remember even like a year back they were saying, "Yeah, we're developing both of them at the same time. We don't care." Yeah, that's tough. I wonder who started first. There's so many uh, copycat movies out there. It's so frustrating. But when the circumstances like this, where you think, "Oh, they must have just had the same thoughts simultaneously, and they both wanted to follow through with it," it yeah, happened. You know, who cares? Like Maybe they're both the great, and we all have a good time twice. Yeah. That's the way I like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's n- I doubt that this is like an Armageddon Deep Impact situation where they're just like, "Oh, they're making a Jungle Book. Let's make one." <laughs> I think that's more the case for like that Tarzan movie that's coming out this year, or more the Seriously? case like uh, Tarzan. There's a Tarzan live Le- action movie? Legend of Tarzan. Yeah, yeah. man. With wow. uh, none other than Samuel L. Jackson. What's he doing? That's Tarzan. <laughs> That's Tarzan. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> One of the guys who goes into the jungle and finds Tarzan. Who freaking knows? I mean, Ale- Alex Redman put it in his top ten list. Yeah, we should ask Redman what he thinks. <laughs> um, but you know, studios—they are out there trying to make money and spin stuff. Are Warner uh, spin stuff off? Warner Brothers is apparently considering making a Harley Quinn standalone movie starring Margot Robbie. Now, Suicide Squad hasn't even come out yet, and the only movies that they have out in the DC universe, in this DC shared universe, have been largely panned. Right, so this trailer for Suicide Squad has got higher praise than the movies All that have come out yeah, so far at this right. point. Any yeah. So they're like, well, this is the ticket. This will yeah. be the one that Here works. We go. People this is really what people want. want. They yeah. want it to work. People want Queen songs and explosions. Maybe yeah, the studios watch the yeah, movie I and, do they, want those and they actually are like, well, this movie's good. It's going to... People, I mean, here's hoping. It sounds like studios don't know their butt from the door. When I mean, they, I they put <laughs> teaser trailers for like four <laughs> other movies in Batman v Superman. So, Seth, <laughs> <laughs> looking around. <laughs> is, this, is this my butt over here? Or is this a Man, I got to get out of this room, but all I can see is my butt. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're, they're yeah. reaching for their back pocket. They're just getting <laughs> door. <laughs> the, me- the metaphor works good when you see how dumb they are <laughs> suicide squad isn't out yet right no, no, no august so 5th. not even out yet okay. yeah. i like to think that somebody had a great pitch for a harley quinn movie and maybe then they got the, the headline just hey maybe <laughs> maybe they're just trying to like kind of give marvel the bird and be like well we got a girl movie out before y'all did and you've been doing this for eight freaking years yeah so and i'm sure marvel's over there going patting them on the head and be like <laughs> okay warner brothers you go, make, you go make a movie warner brothers and then they turn around they're like oh they're so cute we we love yeah. that they try look at them i, I would no say money. that there's some legitimacy to that matt because marvel doesn't seem to emphasize its female characters very well oh, but for dc to take a female character that's just Overly sexualized. Yeah, Uh, great choice, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, she was a. To be fair, we've only seen a trailer. She if we if they do it too over the tops. Other than she like has fishnets, fishnets and booty shorts. If they do a an origin story, she was like a psychiatrist, so she's like a smart 
She's like, a very powerful, beloved, intelligent um, woman. Character. Huh. In the Have you guys ever seen comic books? <laughs> <laughs> All the girls are in like spandex. Yeah. With so are breath. the boys. <laughs> <laughs> You're not gonna find some like undersexualized <laughs> girl. <Yeah. laughs> it's like a whole generation of uh, fantasizing men with no girlfriends who are like, let me draw a woman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I want my girlfriend to look like. <laughs> I actually read uh, recently, it was a few months ago, uh, a female illustrator provided, and I, d- I don't, I mean, there was a bit of it that was tongue-in-cheek, but it wasn't meant to be completely condescending. She she made a how-to-illustrate the female form, especially breasts, for male comic book artists, because she's like, apparently no one knows how the anatomy of right, the, how the boobs <laughs> actually work in our body. So she's like, let me, let me help you guys. Here's yeah. how you draw better, you know, as someone who uh, understands what having a woman's body is like but <laughs> i digress <laughs> <laughs> let me get into something that really bummed me out now first oh of no. all we found out that uh, godzilla 2 had been delayed from summer 2018 to spring 2019 already Heartache. summer 2018 come on is man four, four years. years yeah remember After. when godzilla came out two years ago <laughs> yeah <laughs> no freaking kidding i don't want to wait another three for the next one godzilla comes out i was a huge fan makes a bunch of money and then they're like oh okay we'll make another one get ready four years from now <laughs> nearly <laughs> half a decade do you, do you realize how large the sets are josh <laughs> <laughs> That's true. We're still rebuilding time. San That's Francisco. True, right. <laughs> That's fair. So they delay the thing, and then we find out just a few days later that Gareth Edwards has left the project. Gareth Edwards directed Godzilla, and he could, and he's currently wrapping up everything on uh, Star Wars Rogue One. Presumably, he's made. He went from making one indie movie, Monsters, which was a great little flick. Yeah, it was good. Then he jumped on to Godzilla, which was a huge, big-budget production, major studio thing. And then on to Star Wars, which is like the mother of all you know, big franchises and beloved uh, stories. And then he's like, I just I don't want to do another one of these things. So he wants to go make an indie movie. He dropped out of Godzilla, too. Cool. Where, where in the lineup is the impossible to proportion correctly Godzilla and King Kong movie going to happen? <laughs> um, well, Is that uh, before or after that's Godzilla? That's after too? the new one, right? Yeah. The okay, so the that got pushed back as well? Back is to the studio executives that are going, is this my butt or is this the door? <laughs> I they're, just can't tell. They're also all thinking, well, the key to success is to make franchises and then blend them all together, mm-hmm. you know? So the plan was always to make a King Kong reboot, which is coming out or it's in production right now skull island skull kong skull island and then to make godzilla 2 and then to make godzilla versus king kong which will come out in 2020 and right away people are going hey hold up now you know about king kong is about measurements (laughs) he's he's big enough to hold a uh adult woman in his fist and it looks oh i don't know about the size of a candy bar right right now godzilla (laughs) And the 2014 version is easily twice as big as the San Francisco skyline. Right. It's and pretty big. humans are basically flea size. Yeah. Right. What is this going to Is King pretty Kong going to run up there and like hump his ankle? Uh, what? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it'd be <laughs> like a little... Like a little dog? It'd be yeah. a puppy coming Maybe he's at agile. You, you know, he'd jump around <laughs> and put him in a choke out. You know, it's like <laughs> <called? laughs> He could choke out like his pinky. <laughs> See the... No, the I think the proportionally... The on Godzilla? Like a... Like a Pepsi can or something, maybe like a right. It would be like Ant Man and the Hulk, like that would be like the proportion no, is like the. No, it's not that. That there's no way. Man, that's true. it's that. 
okay. We got King uh, Kong versus Godzilla happening right here. <laughs> and it's going to be better than that, crazy mess. So, you know, when I hear news like this, I'm just thinking, is the movie even going to happen? There, mm-hmm. It already seems yeah. like it's... It's like that Inhumans movie that Marvel keeps pushing back and is like, oh, it's totally going to happen. And we're like, is it, yeah. though? If is it, it does, Kev? If it does happen, it doesn't look very promising. They don't even have a director laying around. No. They better... They better you should do yeah, it, Josh. You have seen every <laughs> yeah. Godzilla movie so many times. I'm qualified. You call him up. Speaking of kaiju movies, Pacific Rim 2 is apparently still around. Hey, oh. Good. <laughs> Why? Okay. Uh, Giant robots. I heard that was a good movie. Was I it? actually liked it. I enjoyed it. Yeah, Pop- it, was popcorn a lot, movie. it was a lot yeah, of was fun. Fun little popcorn movie. Yep. Uh, well, not little. <laughs> right. Giant, <laughs> giant robot popcorn movie. They just hired a screenwriter, and it's Derek Connolly who wrote the screenplay for Jurassic World. Which was right. a very competent uh, screenwriter that has to do with big dinosaur-like things. Mm-hmm. There you go. He knows what he's doing with monsters. You guys excited to see another Pacific Rim movie, or did you forget it exists? I, I forgot. forgot it exists, I but forgot. I'll be happy yeah, to see I'm it. I'm meaning to watch it. Is Del Toro still? Yeah, is it Del Toro still? Laughing uh, about Charlie Day in the movie. He was great. Oh, yeah. He was Charlie Day's in that movie? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I should watch it. It's quite funny. Double watch it. Um, double watch it. Yeah. Two TVs double at the, the same time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Here's a franchise that the world won't let you forget about, so no, I'm sure no. that you remember. But uh, they have casted the official young Han Solo for the Han Solo spinoff movie. Yeah. Does anyone want to take a sp- uh, spin at pronouncing his name? I mean, I, I don't know what his name is. Let me see it written in front of me, and I'll try, and I'll probably offend someone. Here it is. Aiden it's is the first part. What you, you spell Aiden with an L? Oh, Alden. Uh-huh. I was far away. It looked like an I. Aaron Reich. Okay, that actually sounds like it could sure. be right. That's feasible, huh? He, Sorry, Alden. He if was that's wrong. a fantastic cowboy in um, Hail Caesar. He was one of maybe two good things about yeah, that terrible he was, movie. He was the only thing in that film that really uh, caught my attention. I thought he was great. I mean, Josh Brolin was, as always, golden. That's sure, it for him. Sure. That's it for him, right? But that's yeah. all he's, that's, he's I been mean, in. Big considerable. Wise. Yeah, I. I I think it's better to get in a no name, but I, right. I I feel good about it just from what he did in Hill Caesar. Not it was I mean he he there was nothing real Han Solo about it, but he he carried himself no well. He had a good, he had the right kind of attitude. Well, apparently, uh, Steven Spielberg vouched for him, and that's what helped him oh, well, in the role. If you yeah. got Boy. old Stevie on your side, well, guy who knows wrong. Harrison Ford right pretty well. These uh these too bad he's dead now, right? These guys who have. <laughs> appeared in <laughs> major major spoilers for the Force Awakens. Oh <laughs> hey, that wasn't the yeah, spoiler. You should really warn them. I thought that Steven Spielberg had died, and somehow I had missed that news this <laughs> evening. And I was like, oh no. <laughs> um, but all these actors coming out of Coen Brothers movies, like Oscar Isaac and others, they're just jumping right into Star Wars. Good for them. Hey man, good good for them. Speaking of sequels. You mm. guys, I know everyone's been waiting on pins and needles for Beetlejuice too, but um, I'm excited <laughs> for it. After I going, love Beetlejuice. After it's going great. back and forth with, oh, it is happening. It's not happening. It's definitely happening. We haven't even started. Tim Burton has officially said they haven't done anything. Nothing's concrete yet. <laughs> I will not watch it without Gina Davis. <laughs> <laughs> what about really? Alec Baldwin? You don't care about Alec Baldwin being in it. I need. No, I need Alec Baldwin and I need Winona. Or else well, I'm out. Winona is down. All right. Michael Keaton is down. Tim Burton is down. That's good that Beetlejuice is committed. Yeah. <laughs> for for his sequel. I would I would say that Beetlejuice is Michael Keaton's greatest performance. Oh man. Hmm. 
What's the yeah, purpose of that movie? That's, like that's, that's an episode for another time. Yeah, that is. Yeah, it's a, it's a, uh, a couple who just died in a house that's trying to haunt the current habit habitants out of the house, and they hire uh, a dead guy who's a bio exorcist. He exorcises the living. His but name. But his name. They're is also dead. Yeah, they're everybody, dead. So it's like there's like a community of like dead people and like a lot of people. dead people. They hang out in a cool. place called the Netherworld. Kevin McAllister's mom moves in. It's great. Beetlejuice. Yeah, really. Yeah. Uh, if you can't tell, Peter, it's a weird movie. Yeah, it sounds yeah, kind of good. It was like it's when uh, very good. the studio, you know, Tim Burton was successful, and then they said, I, yeah, just do whatever. And yeah, then Tim and Burton he went started being all Tim Burton-y. Real Tim Burton-y. It's and great. he was like, hey, Batman, you want to come be in this movie with stripy pants on? Yeah, but when I think Tim Burton being all Tim Burton-y, I think of Edward Scissorhands. That That's pretty so significant, yeah. Tim burton That's very his style. So imagine Edward Scissorhands, but like funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Edward was sad. Even more macabre. Right? <laughs> Think yeah, of Edward Scissorhands, right? <laughs> but a dance musical, a dance yeah. number <laughs> at the end. And Michael with Keaton doing a hilarious voice. And a, f- a man with a funny <laughs> tiny head. And at one point, Dune. I, I think that <laughs> of all the things that really grossed me out about Beetlejuice, I think it was his scalp, Beetlejuice's scalp. With Isn't all the fungus yeah. and stuff yeah. on it? Yeah, yeah really it was bad. gross. And yeah. bad and his teeth. teeth. Yeah. 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 Yeah, he's, he's a dead great. guy. Give him a break. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's true. You. That's fair. Oh. Okay. In other news, it's reasonable. Brian Singer is being interviewed, uh, the director of you know some of the X Men movies, as he's promoting X Men Apocalypse, and uh, he says that he's open to the idea of having Deadpool crossover into the X Men. Yeah. Oh really? Oh, oh are you? <laughs> you want someone who's going to make your movie more successful, Brian? Weird. Oh, well, oh weird. shocking. He said, and I <laughs> quote. It has to be done delicately, but there's plenty of room to do it. Mm. I'm thinking, is there? Wait, in Apocalypse that's coming out? No, in a no, week? no, no. Oh, but okay, I was going to say. the future of the X-Men franchise, which now they've, by erasing the past, <laughs> right. they yeah. can do whatever they want now. Yep. Oh, did they? Ra- they yeah, I was going to say, what happened yeah, to they the old days? days of you used to yeah. look different. <laughs> <laughs> you had your mouth. Wait, wasn't I Kelsey Grammer one time? So what do you guys think? <laughs> <laughs> you had Colossus, Colossus in a Deadpool movie as a what felt like a joke, but what happens if Deadpool shows up in an X-Men movie? It just seems like a recipe for failure. It's too big for X-Men movies now. Yeah, I, I think that if, it'd be weird because you'd have to censor him so much one and then like right. pull his personality back so far which is what you can't people talk like to the camera it. anymore yeah you right. can't, you can't break, break fourth wall sure you can you can just do the same thing every time he's about to say something bad you just go to the next shot <laughs> and then it's implied <laughs> it's implied. just meta for his scene <laughs> implied <laughs> wiener jokes but he yeah speaking of those wiener jokes uh always the conversation that we were just having a little while ago about the r ratings and everything the studio um, well, he's the producer. Kevin Feige, who produces the movies for Marvel Studios, was asked, you know, why, how come you guys, you know, recently he said we're not going to make uh, R-rated movies. We, we're going to stick with what we're doing. And they were like, yeah, but why? You know, Deadpool was so good. What's up with that? And he had this to say, and it made me feel like doing a standing ovation. He said... <laughs> a slow clap? Yeah. The thing that Deadpool shows is when you present something unique to an audience, they will respond to it. When you present something as popular as a superhero character in a different and unique and crazy way, as they did in Deadpool, it demands attention and audience went to it. They pulled it off. Tim Miller did a tremendous job. His point is, it wasn't because just because it has wiener jokes and uh, decapitations right. 
that's a, only an element of the fact that the movie is unconventional and people liked it. He feels like they can do that without having to yeah. have the movie already. Let this man work at m- more studios. The <laughs> one that he works for is making all the money. Right, and <laughs> making all the good superhero <laughs> movies. What is that going to do? What is that guy going to do after he's done with superhero movies? I don't know. Rule the world at some point. <laughs> I don't know. Be the be the king of Earth. There's always another superhero movie to make. Yeah, they That's got like. True. I'm sure they're like, hey, Phase Three is already going really well. How about Phase Twenty, you guys? It started with Spider-Man, right? This big wave that we've been experiencing for the last uh, like uh, ten years before Spider-Man was it? Yeah. 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 Huh. And Batman was the beginning. Beginning. Right. Batman Wait, begins. Tim Burton's Batman. No, 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 no. I'm talking. Yeah, I'm talking about this. You're talking era. about the modern renaissance yeah. of superheroes. Mm-hmm. Tim Probably Burton's X-Men. Batman yeah, was think. the first dark interpretation of right. a comic book film. Yeah, right. right. But but then this, I'm just this saying, modern, in general, the X-Men money because like Spider-Man made a ton of money, and I felt like that just set the precedence. A precedence. Everybody <laughs> went for it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been like every year since then. Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man was a was a big deal because everyone, like the X-Men, were like uh, a smaller concept. Even though most people had heard of them, there was that phenomenal cartoon. Um, But Spider-Man, like almost everyone had heard, like, oh yeah, I know who Spider-Man is. Like, I'm aware of Spider-Man. He was a character that like everyone went to. Yeah, watch the movie. Spider-Man was a household name, but I remember gravitating more toward X-Men. Oh, me me too. too. I thought Wolverine's name was X-Men as a kid. X-Men. He's got like the... Because he makes X in the air when he does the slashy thing. Yeah. People didn't speak Shink. English in my household. You know, I had to <laughs> piece things together <laughs> by English? just seeing the... English? English. <laughs> English. Well, Russian English. Uh, guys, be disappointed because <laughs> Fred Armisen, who was, oh who was until now cast to voice Krang, the humanoid brain alien in uh, right. <laughs> Ninja Turtles has dropped out of the project. Oh, and my, no. Instead, <laughs> he will be voiced by Brad Garrett. Which makes literally no sense of, in my head. Of uh, Everybody Loves Raymond fame, fame you know, yeah. the giant brother who... Who talks like this? <laughs> Why does Craig now have, like... He talks. <laughs> yeah, this have a very nasally. He's like a voice, like, yeah, two like octaves like lower than everyone else. I think that was a Raymond, great impression. Raymond, I can't <laughs> do it. <laughs> it wasn't like that. <laughs> what do you know, man? Uh, yeah, you didn't speak English. What do you think, Patrick? Yeah. Is he going to land it? Is he going to be the best crane yet? I hope so. Uh, and my hope is in him. <laughs> Sometimes oh, Josh oh, will just those, text those us Those movies, I, you know, we used to all like Ninja Turtles, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. At some point. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Those so early 90s ones were awesome. Did you watch the sure. one, the first Radical. Michael Bay one? No, no, no! I still haven't. <laughs> you really seen. should just to see it because it's okay. something to see. <laughs> I think I think it's if for you, free on like you, Hulu right now. I'm if probably you put it on TV. It you will watch it as a movie. Yeah. A movie. It's will gonna play. come on TV. As Tyler, you're gonna. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It'll yeah, be. it's. I've got Hulu. It's on there right now. Yeah, yeah. I could watch it. Huh. I keep seeing it, and I'm like, no, nah, maybe not today. Well, someone I know who loves the turtles was like, if you like those '90s one, you you got to watch this movie. Yeah, they said that's what he said. Well, he's like, you should at least watch it. Yeah, at okay. least. I just don't yeah. know if it would be the same without uh, an original rap song from Vanilla Ice. It's got some something pretty close. All <laughs> <Yeah>. right, <laughs> give it a shot. Yeah, it's not great, but you know, it's it's an interesting thing to behold. Um, Tyler, I don't know how this is gonna hit you, man. The only reason take I a put seat, this Tyler, take a seat. The only I thing I, reason I put this in here was for you, because uh-huh. God knows it's not an interesting headline, but. <laughs> The Blues Brothers is going to be made into an animated series. 
What? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? What? <laughs> Why? Are you a big fan? What's I, the deal? I, I, I am. I am. Brothers. I am. I am. So these guys that dress in black and they sit in a car and Man, have sunglasses? you seen it? It's amazing. Not. It's the best modern musical uh, ever. It's a musical. <laughs> 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 the best modern mu- musical ever. It is a musical and it's so, so good. Why? They Blues Brothers is actually super successful. Better than the blues the blues record that they released from that film is the number one most uh highest grossing sales blues record of all time. But is that because So it's blues then? Like the it's music, blues is music, yeah. It's is that different than jazz? Two characters yes. that were birthed out of yes, <laughs> <laughs> wildly yes. different. Those yes, they have different names, hugely different styles. <laughs> Blues Brothers was birthed out of SNL. It's two two characters. Right. It's uh, John Belushi and Dan Aykroyd, and they are in a blues band. And the movie is them getting the band back together so that they can. Um, I don't want to spoil it. Do something, but they, they sing the entire time through it, and it's a musical. Yeah, not the entire time. It's a musical. It has but musical there, numbers. There are musical numbers it. along the way as they're preparing for their tour. It's fantastic. James Brown's oh. in it. It has probably the longest, most expensive chase scene of any movie ever made. It's that just doesn't abs- seem like an accurate statement at I all. Think that's it's absurd. Absolutely, I think at the time insane. it was. And have then you seen it? The eighties. It's got to be the same. Listen, listen have not, you seen that thing in Matrix Two? On the Blues Brothers, yeah, they a, built an entire freeway for that. That movie. had to be an expensive chase scene. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> they built a freeway. CG. It's th- no, no. They legitimately built a freeway that went for like my five miles or something. I think the internet. Have you, you seen like Google Arnold? Most? <laughs> have you seen Arnold load a shotgun with one hand in T two while that uh, semi truck is chasing him? You know I have, and it is good. Shooting out those fences in front of him. Seen when Christopher Nolan just flipped that truck over? That was real. Oh man, that cost money. That, yeah, was but that great. couldn't have been that expensive. So it was a whole semi truck, truck man. Yeah, it's like forty thousand dollars. It cost like, oh a change. That's what a semi truck is. Forty grand for yeah. a truck. Listen, That's like you know. Listen, well used. Okay, I do know. <laughs> Second hand. <laughs> Got one parked out front. Dan Aykroyd is yeah. developing a Blues Brother animated series for primetime television. I guess it makes sense. He still does that show in Vegas with John Jim Belushi. John right, it, they turned it into a stage show, right? Yeah. And it not just that Dan Aykroyd and the living Dan Aykroyd Belushi is just does. fighting for his old properties, huh? Oh, oh my wow. gosh, forget about it. Listen, Daniel Craig <laughs> turned down almost a hundred no, million dollars to play James Bond. I heard this, time. and then I actually almost researched it, and it's absolute nonsense. It's that's a rumor. The, that's from the Daily Mail, and it's they are liars and racists. Hold, hold on, Wait, someone I've clarify. Got, I've got. I'm going back to Blues Brothers. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I've got some. I've got some some stats here. Fine. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> there were one hundred and three cars destroyed in the chase scene. Cool. But yeah. does that make it the most expensive? That's a lot. Cars. Okay, great. I don't know how expensive that but was. But those were all beat up like junker two, cars. Two grand, three right, grand. Back in the there is a rumor yeah. that Daniel Craig turned down almost $100 million to play James Bond one more time. Matt says the rumor is not true. Because I read the BBC article. Because and I'm, from real nice. I'm from has England. <laughs> has any actor ever been paid $100 million for a role? That sounds outrageous. Maybe after like the... That's like a movie budget. and stuff, yeah. Yeah. I mean that is that is a lot. Well, didn't uh, Harrison Ford get paid like twenty for this new one? 
20 hundred 20 million <laughs> 20 million yeah that's still significantly less than 80 that's only 80 more million man you're 80 million more <laughs> and it's he's 20 of it ford yeah daniel craig's annoyed of doing 007 yeah according daniel craig freaking hates doing 007 we all know that according to a list i just looked up but I don't know What's if this how accurate it is. Wikipedia, of course. Um, is it Wikipedia? Johnny Depp w- was paid thirty-five million for Pirates, Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides. Is that the third one? That's the fourth I one. I don't freaking know. Yeah. I, don't I don't care. Know. I watched the first one. <laughs> well, great. I, hey, that ride is great at Disneyland. And then finally, um, there's just one more bit of Marvel news because you yeah, can't get away from Marvel news. Can't get you enough. Can't uh, speaking of um, Shane Black, who you know we just say he's promoting the nice guys, he's talking a lot. People asking about other movies. He was asked uh, what the his Iron Man three experience was like, and he said Joss Whedon came along to him and gave him a helpful bit of advice. He said, "Just trust the machine," as in Marvel Studios. He said, "They're good at what they do. Do your part, work hard, but you don't have to control every moving part. These guys are good. They'll show you how to do this." And I thought, man, that's interesting because he obviously seemed to have. Uh, a, a rather difficult experience with, with Marvel that, control. That, mm. that broke him and now he doesn't make movies anymore or exist on the internet and yet he was at a point where he would say you know what man just let those guys they know what they're doing and if time has shown us anything it's that they seem to know what they're doing even when they find talented directors writers directors and actors and put them in situations where they can succeed and the machine around them seems to work quite well if i was making a movie for marvel which you know who knows maybe i will i would be thinking he's 12 y'all but you i mean you're the one who's figured this thing out tell me right. tell me where you I clearly go. have this meta arc that i am unaware of how does my movie fit into that and i think for fun to end our game of news tyler's prepared a special game <coughs> well we're right in the exciting moments, first moments of um, our blockbuster bets. The number one movie of the summer has already made its way into theaters, which of yeah, course easily will easily. be Captain America Civil no War. No doubt in my mind. And at this point, what's it been? One week? One week and a half? Almost two weeks? Yeah, it'd be two no, weeks. This will be three. This will be three weeks. Since it's what? Three weeks? Yeah. No. What? Yeah, this will be its third weekend. No, it won't so open when you're listening to this, May 20th. When you're listening to this episode, it will have been the third weekend. Yeah. Oh, no, you're And right. at this point, it's already made. Would you just let me get to the number here? All right. Sorry, Tyler. I'm, bad, having, at, I'm quit, bad at weeks. Quit having a side conversation into your Apologies. At this point... It has already made $310 million domestically. Woo! That is astounding. Would you... Well, which movie? (laughs) (laughs) Captain America Civil War. $310 million effing dollars. I don't know how Finding Dory is going to beat that. It's not. We're right. Whitney and Josiah and Rettman are wrong. They knew what they were doing. They were taking a gamble. Yeah, they were trying to play a Bethany. Yeah, well, yeah, they were trying to. They were trying to do a Bethany. Yeah, wrong. Bethany can be a Bethany. Am I right, Bethany? Yep, that's right, Bethany. She doesn't listen to the episode. She's not. No. (laughs) (laughs) So all this week we've been playing Save or Kill on Twitter. I'm going to put you guys to the test on. Oh, great. We're going to pit your favorite characters from the Marvel Cinematic Universe against one another in our own Civil War. Bum, 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 bum. 
Are you prepared? Are you, are you going around? Yeah, yeah how's it going? Do, do you want me to pose these to one person? Yeah, go it? around. Yeah, Let do people that. do prices Right input, <clears throat> but you have to make. There the are final only call. so many characters, you know. <laughs> right. I thought the ones you chose so to go head to head were great. To you, Matt Hughes. Yeah. Which Marvel Cinematic <clears throat> Universe character would you save? And this is strictly movies. All right. So don't get too caught up in the comic book. Right, I did a little bit material. on Twitter. So sorry, everyone. We're we're focusing on the movies. Okay. Which Marvel Cinematic Universe character would you save? If it meant killing the other, Falcon or War Machine? I would save Falcon. Mm. That's the right mm-hmm. answer. Mm-hmm. There's no I doubt in right. my mind. War mm. Machine sucks. <laughs> he doesn't suck. That's extreme. Compared to Falcon, <laughs> in a co- in a direct comparison, which one's War Machine? I like War Machine. Don Cheadle. But what used to be Terrence Howard. Do you think Terrence Howard is just so upset with himself? He, for not he should be. Back? He's doing that ridiculous Empire show on ABC. I'm like, man, you could have been a superhero. He was going around for a while trying to behave as though I was, those grapes were sour anyway. I wasn't trying to be in that extra movie. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, he's done, just he's like good because all my oceans well, we've already, dried up. We've already forgotten <clears throat> about him. Just the other day I was saying, hey, remember Terrence Howard in Iron Man? And everyone went, oh, my gosh, he was in that, wasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> <It's> so cute. <laughs> Has there been any other casting changes since yeah. then? Well, besides, besides Hulk. Ed, Edward Norton. Yeah. No, yeah. That's, the, that's the only other... Major casting. Hulk and War Machine. Yeah. Okay. I like Don Cheadle. He's great. Oh, he is great. There's nothing wrong. And, sure. and he's great as... Oh, no, no, wait. War Machine. One of Thor's uh, henchmen got oh, replaced. Like one of the three Warriors Who 3 cares? or whatever. Who cares about wait, why, did they, why did they uh, do a casting change on this dude? Because well, Terrence, Howard Terrence Howard didn't come back. He couldn't come to an agreement financially to do another movie. So they said, fine, we'll get Don Cheadle. like, hey, yeah, no well, big deal. Don Cheadle's just must, desperate. He must regret it. Yeah, I'm sure he does. He could have been part of that. It doesn't matter. Don Cheadle, you want to come be in one of the most successful? No, 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 no. Terrence Howard must regret it. No, I'm saying Don Cheadle's like, what was he doing? Living on Ocean's 12 money? Okay, so the same question was posed on Twitter, and the listeners voted, and and Falcon won. By what? What was the statistics? Overwhelming. 76%. Percent Falcon to twenty four War Machine. I don't think anybody doesn't like War Machine. I just think people like. I Falcon understand the much. heart yeah. of the people. War, is War what's Machine going is on just here. like a, a a gray Iron Man. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, the that same exact is. thing, but he's, a less he's personality. Got bigger guns, he's right? got the big gun on his shoulder. I think he's he like, actually has a, a great personality that mixes uh, interestingly in the group because really? he's like a army man. He's gotten more of the whole wrapped up in the U.S. government than the rest of them. He doesn't get a ton of like space to stretch his wings as a character, a developed character. That's Falcon. Falcon stretches his wings. Ooh, yeah. How right. did he not die? <laughs> he should be dead. He was in a he super just suit. Fell from the sky. It in a super duper that, suit. That suit doesn't have any His, kind of damping. Like no, the engineering of the suit. I'm pretty yes, sure. Of course it does. He had a bloody nose. Yeah, he, he did would have be a bloody just. Nose. He, he might be paralyzed. That's like two thousand pounds. That's true. He had to have magic <laughs> legs. At nine point like Lieutenant one, Dan. Nine point eight one meters per second squared. That's that's a lot of room for math. This is a comic book. There is no math. Hey, give me a give me a one to pick. Uh, I've got okay. I'm I'm gonna give you one that'll be harder for you, Patrick. Yes. Which Marvel Cinematic Universe character would you save if it meant killing the other Scarlet Witch or Black Widow? I would say Black Widow. Why? What? I disagree entirely. Yeah, you, you, are you aware of her capabilities? A ballet dancer, gymnast versus a She's witch. Totally badass. I, they're, Scarlet they're Witch. Not, they're yeah, not fighting each Black other. Widow. That's what I'm saying. Why are you killing 
The super powered witch. I like Black Widow better. She's better. She just does she like just gymnastics. <laughs> she's got electric bracelets. And she's like a moral <laughs> confidant or whatever. <laughs> for I think a dude. She's better for she's developing the story. She's a, a <laughs> double agent. You don't know what side she's on. Yeah. Scarlet cool. Witch. She's got a bad accent and she like does things yeah. with her fingers. Her accent know? is not great. Apparently, her power is that she could just change reality. Yeah, that's someone told me. One of crazy. our one of our <laughs> listeners, <laughs> you got it. That's what I heard on the grapevine, guys. One of our listeners said the same thing on Twitter. She said, "Is Scarlet Witch the Olsen twin sister with the Rocky and Bullwinkle villains accent?" It's solid. That's Get a solid comparison out of here. Oh, well, that's we're on the same side. So yeah, actually, yeah. Uh, Abby told me she participated in that poll, and I said, "Well, who'd you pick?" And she said. I saved Scarlet Witch because I like her a lot more. And she said the exact same thing as Peter. And and what's Black Widow going to do? Do a flip? Yeah, yeah. seriously. She does the <laughs> same move every time. She like jumps and gets the legs. Pretty pretty freaking good at these tri- flips, though. <laughs> yeah, that's hey. always the scissor move. <laughs> I'd love to see a supercut of all of her kicks and flips. on the spectrum of flips. She's way up there. No, she, does, does, yeah, she, she only does the one, but she can't make like, you weigh a bajillion pounds and push you to the center of the earth. Scissor the scissor yeah. chokehold that slams that then slams. Yeah. Is that a possible thing? Yeah, it's got to so. be. It's got to be real because it's pretty cool. Overplayed. Where they uh, Ant Man learns to do it, and he gets trained to do the yeah, scissor yeah. choke. And, and yeah. Black Widow rides that motorcycle. That's true. Hey, She's great. Mo- yeah, mo- motorcycle. Hey, yeah, Scarlet Witch could, could make a motorcycle yeah. out of magic. <laughs> yeah. Can was, she? <laughs> well, she's dead, so it doesn't matter. She kind of looks she like she's just slow mo. No, Whoopi Goldberg is just playing. We're gonna put in Whoopi Goldberg. Another listener, David. Mantle? She can magic her eyebrows back. He said on Twitter, "I think Scarlet, Scarlet, I think Scarlet Witch has been much better realized in just two films than Black Widow has in eleven years." That's I kind of a harsh that. thing to that's say. I don't like that. that. I don't think that's accurate. Uh, it's only uh, up until recently that we got to see her backstory. Who? Yeah, yeah. but you don't need Black the backstory. Widow. The backstory was cool, but like in With Winter Soldier, you get to see. Like her, her and Cap and Winter Soldier was fantastic. That was great. You see why she's on that's the team. True. She's like a great yeah. spy, and then she's, like yeah. she's yeah. a great spy that's there, and it's like, oh crap, aliens! Now I have to fight aliens. She's got <laughs> that good friendship with Clint. Yeah, yeah I mean, I think, I think she, that she's a good character. That's what makes magic. Black Widow most admirable is that she's always running full speed into trouble. Like yeah. she's never right. really. She's a great character. She, yeah, she is. But magic is better. I flips. actually voted. I'm going to be real. I voted. I participated in that poll and I voted for Black Widow. There you go. Uh, because I felt a certain faithfulness to Black Widow because of mm-hmm. all she's been through. Mm-hmm. In the hey, what were the results from the listeners on that poll, Tyler? They were the closest with Black Widow winning at 58%. Ooh. Ooh. Just familiarity. They're just familiar with Yeah, they're just maybe, loyal. They're maybe. being loyal to me. No, because familiarity breeds contempt, so they would have voted for Scarlet Witch. <laughs> I love Elizabeth uh, Olsen as Scarlet Witch, though. She's me too. a great character. Excited really to see is. more. Excited for her and Vision to somehow mm. have a easy on the eyes, so pretty baby. and charming. She's just wonderful. <laughs> Stop <Okay>. it, you. <laughs> All right, Josh. <laughs> yeah. Which Marvel Cinematic Universe character would you save if it meant killing the other? Mm-hmm. Ant Man or Spider Man? <sighs> this was the hardest this one. This was to the me. hardest one today. Okay, now, so let me illustrate the is, problem. Let me. Yeah, let me just. Clarify here. This yeah. is Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yes, so all right. you have of Spider-Man is what you saw. It's like twenty minutes in Civil War. Yeah, and yeah. potential. It was great and potential. And yeah. the hope right. of a good Spider-Man yeah. movie. So that's the problem because he those twenty minutes were wonderful. They were the best. They really were. Those twenty minutes were the best Spider-Man movie by far. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, twenty it, minutes. It's a Spider-Man sitcom. 
that, that was a great episode yeah. of Spider-Man. The problem, so there's that. That sucks. And I like, you know, like I'm a person who's a human. I like Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. Sure, sure. People like Spider-Man. You, you got know? two eyes and a heart. He's great. In fact, I read Spider-Man comic books all, oh, all sure. my life. I got a ton yeah. in my apartment waiting so, for my kids. That's that's a problem. But I must say this. Ant-Man, it, Paul Rudd's uh, playing Ant-Man is a wonderful thing to behold to it's me. Cute. He is hilarious. Yeah. He is he's so awesome. funny. He's yeah. freaking brilliant. I feel like he does so much better in that movie than he even did in his own movie. I don't know what it is. Did you guys talk about that? Is it, is it just too much screen time? Is he good as like a side guy? Oh, you think he was in? better in Civil War than he was in? I think, I, think well, I liked Ant-Man, com- but he was like, relief. every time he'd say something, I was like, that's so funny. That's what I was thinking. He called a uh, Hawkeye the arrow guy or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's exactly what Thanks, Mom. arrow guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny. I think I laughed the most when he got huge and he's like, <laughs> 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 yeah, it was yeah. great. I think that that just that moment worked so well as an ensemble, and throwing him into the mix, he played off the other characters so wonderfully. Um, him being Ant Man, yeah, yeah. And I went home from Civil War wanting to rewatch Ant Man, and I did, and I liked it even more the second time, having that experience fresh on my mind. I didn't dislike it the first time, but I was even more like, "Oh man, he's so great! I can't wait to see him in more stuff." Mm-hmm. Do you want? So, do you want some? Yeah, it's hard. Uh, some consulting from Twitter. Let me be. Let me not be swayed and just say uh, my mind is made up. Uh, okay, you gonna tell us? Yeah, yeah. I would save Ant Man, and I would. Oh! Oh, no, that is no. out of left field and entirely incorrect. No, you no. save no. Spider Man. You have to save Spider Man. Uh, I, I voted I the same way. You, yeah. You hey, uh, what what were the Twitter results? Uh, well, Brad Rich. Yeah, one of our listeners he had a, he had a great point. He summons some of the things he says. Let's be honest here. Spidey was great in Civil War, but he's had his chance, and he'll never not have oh. more chances. That's true. Ant Man, however, stole the show during the airport fight, and will probably not get much more Ant Man after his sequel. That's yeah. a great point, and it was wonderful to behold. In fact, man, that uh, I like in that sequence, Ant Man was even more fun than Spider Man in that sequence. Yeah. Spider-Man was fun though. He too. was great. Yeah. He was it was near flawless. It really was. It was everything that I have ever wanted from a Spider-Man on screen happened. I like that they called out the physics of the the, the shield. Yeah. The shield. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What does he say? Like yeah, that thing doesn't, doesn't obey the law of physics yeah. at all. Yeah. <laughs> what does he say? It's great that they used a character like that to acknowledge right the ridiculousness of a superhero trope. Yeah. Yeah. What was his response to him like? Uh, I forget. Yeah, you don't know. Yeah, there's a lot of things you're not gonna understand or something. Like <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny. It was great. What so were the results? The results were overwhelmingly in favor of Spider-Man. Yeah, seventy-six percent. Yeah, like, Typical. Well done, Twitter. You didn't like let the me million down. movies that exist no, because already? they are all subpar compared to the joy and wonder that we saw at the airport. And I'm like, but man, that's gonna be a after movie. Like three movies with that guy, you're gonna be like, all right, I'm done with this. Spider-Man. Not if it's like a freaking well-placed nah. Marvel movie. Let me. Let me defend myself before we move on. My thinking is as such, even though that 20 minutes was better than all the other Spider-Man movies, and even though it stands to reason Spider-Man Homecoming will be the best of the Spider-Man movies. Because Marvel will produce it. No matter what they do, we'll only be seeing a better version of something we've already seen. If we see Spider-Man web around and fight, we'll be like, oh, that was great. That was so much better than whatever. If we see Spider-Man wisecrack or be funny or be a teenager or go to high school or see his uncle die or get bitten by a spider, it may be the best one ever, and we've already seen it 
twice right or yeah. more where does it stop you at know? this point <laughs> ant-man's movie was even though it didn't like you know absolutely knock my socks off and was like oh this is the best thing ever it really was better than the spider-man movies yeah oh yeah sure sure the only one in competition was Spider-Man 2. Sam Raimi's Spider-Man 2 is a great movie in spite of the flaws of the franchise. But Ant-Man was fresh. It was uh, bold. Even writing on the problems that it had with switching directors and, and all that stuff. Right. Let's give me more Ant-Man. Nah, <laughs> man. I, agree. I would love nah, Edgar Wright man. to come back and do the second Ant-Man. Ant-Man will nah, return. We don't need his tale. I'm not. He's no. too prissy. I was say, you know, if they keep rebooting movies and they just keep getting better and better and better and better, you know, eventually you're just going to be like, what about Fantastic Four? Right, it's you know, it's a refining fire. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just like, what about the same Ross is rising to the top. What about it? They did a it horrible got worse. job last time. Right. But I'm just saying, and th- theoretically, even if you, let's say we knew that they were going to keep releasing Batman movies, for instance, and they, they we will. knew they that are, they buddy. keep getting better and better. They did. Like, eventually. Doesn't matter how good it is, right? You're just gonna be like, I've seen this. How many more Batman? Yeah, you gotta have to do like do something completely novel with that character. Otherwise, this is like Batman in space. This is funny. This is my exact argument when we did the episode about Ant Man and Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, what was the? I don't remember that Ant Man. That all these other movies have been done over and over, and they will be continue to be done over and over. And how long are we gonna be caught in this cycle of perpetually watching Spider Man and Batman? be redone yeah but ant-man is fresh he's here to be enjoyed as he is now and we probably want to receive him <laughs> he's here to be enjoyed that's right <laughs> hey guys i'm ant-man enjoy me <laughs> he wouldn't say that he might you don't that's know that's a good point say. that's that's what i'm trying to say that's he's unpredictable that's why right. well i didn't hear like you say it. <laughs> uh guardians of the galaxy connect with audiences the way they do not just because oh wow a raccoon it's more just like well this is new yeah it could have been the raccoon <laughs> the raccoon helps Let's all right on. peter this is the last you one. You should pit ra- Rocket against somebody. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're, he's not caught in the Civil War yet. All right. Okay. Go ahead. Who would I pit him against? I don't know. Don't that worry. The Howard the Duck. Crane. Rocket. <laughs> rocket or Crane? <laughs> I'd say Rocket, Peter, obviously. Which Marvel Cinematic Universe character would you save if it meant killing the other? Captain America or Iron Man? That's the big one. Please, this is, this Peter. Is the Civil please, War. Peter. It's the big fight. Oh, gosh. And I didn't give it to them because I, I have no idea what you're going to say. <laughs> yeah, this, I'm I, you know, nervous. I think that this movie did such a good job that I'm actually convinced by... Because, I mean, the movie is a, it's a Captain America movie. So yes. it's like you obviously don't like, you know, Iron Man in the movie, right? I right. mean, that's kind of the... You, you, no one's like, well, I can see his side of it. Everybody's like... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Patrick was. I can, I can see his Patrick side. Patrick saw his side. Well, that's Patrick. And nobody else though we all thought he was you know it's kind of weird yeah it's like it did such a good job and i want it to not taint my you know uh yeah i'm i'm gonna save uh captain america Atta Atta boy. Boy. Yeah, of course you okay yeah. good choice good iron choice. man he's getting old what is he like 60 you know <laughs> he's pushing he's pushing <laughs> up there. You mean RDJ? He, he was cool when he made the first suit i was all about that that was engineering at this point, he's just riding, <laughs> you know, whatever's yeah. been, you know. It's not innovation anymore. Yeah. I don't know. He made those glasses. Like a bloated big company. He, was just he did make those cool glasses. He had, a, he had a watch that became the suit. I don't know if you caught oh, come on. It now became his like, hand. At this point, it's coming out of nothing. I mean, there's like laws of thermodynamics. You can't just create Good ma- matter out of nothing. What you know about, what I'm saying? What about when he was on the plane and the plane just sort of swallowed him and he became Iron well, Man? Well, that could have been <laughs> down there awesome. somewhere. But if it comes out of your watch, <laughs> I mean, that's ridiculous. It was just a glove. It was just Whatever. a glove. It wasn't his whole suit. And it was 
It was like a fingerless glove. Yeah. Okay. Does Which is why I thought that I mean, hard. it depends on how small. I mean, still. I mean, <laughs> it was folded real small, real thin. He's 51, by the way, Robert Downey Jr. Hey, he looks He's good on dead. it. <laughs> He's well, <laughs> the Twitter results uh, agree with you. It was 65% in favor of Captain America. I mean, we know it's just because the movie was 35% good. 35% of people out there are just heartless monsters, you know I guess. It's like if it was the, the Switch, if it was an Iron Man movie, that was good. And it was a Civil War movie. Maybe I'd be saving Iron Man. No, you wouldn't. I'd be like, yeah, that guy sucks. So the lesson that we're all trying to learn today is uh, (laughs) make sure that if you're in a life or death situation that Peter's going to be responsible for resolving that that, that the most recent experience he's had with (laughs) you. I mean, I don't know. Always leave Peter on a positive note or else he'll let you drown. I have an Excel sheet for this. Hey, thanks for listening to You Hate Movies. You know what? The only thing that we're missing in our lives right now is what the heck you think about all this movie news. So please, by all means, go to youhatemovies.com and leave a comment on this episode or bother us on social media, Twitter and Instagram, at youhatemovies, and facebook.com slash youhatemovies.